Hello, my name is Brandy Walker. Welcome to Throwing Light. This is episode 54, What You Believe, part three, What Is My Body Trying to Communicate? Okay, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. So we interrupted the series last week to talk about sexuality, and I shared a bit of my story. Um, I wanted to get back to it, to get back to the What You Believe series, and that title was kind of a mouthful. (laughs) But I wrestled with, you know, should I title the, the parts? And I just think it helps people figure out what we're doing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I did. So we'll see how that works out. So um, what is my body trying to communicate? This is such an interesting one for me. And it's, this is going to be a bit of a ramble as Vix, the new age hipster says uh, she has rambles instead of rants on her podcast. And I love that. I don't have like a clear step-by-step, you know, how to communicate well with your body. Although that's such a good idea for like <laughs> um, a lesson or something like or a course or I don't know, like how how do we get good at communicating with our bodies? I feel like our bodies are always communicating with us and we can choose to listen or we can choose to ignore. And the way I think of aches and pains, issues, exhaustion, all the uncomfortable stuff that comes up in our bodies from various days, is it's like the engine warning light in your car. Only when it happens, and when it happens, you can go to the doctor, obviously, if it's serious, but often we are our best mechanic and we know if we, if we take a moment to, to get quiet and just to like, listen, like what, what am I feeling right now? Then it's pretty clear not only what's going on, but how to fix it. I talked in, I think it was the second episode of this series about the tension that I have experienced for a long time. Um, Working through that has been really eye-opening. And I realized the way that I'm working through the tension is with um, EFT tapping. It's also with um, the gua sha stone that I mentioned last time and just simple like stretching every day before I go to bed. I'd love to incorporate yoga at some point, but 
my schedule is not allowing, my schedule is barely allowing those things. So, um, so I'm just doing what I can and I haven't been as consistent as I would have liked or I would like to be because, um, life is just busy right now. And I actually, I think I'm going to talk about what we believe there. I'm going to do a whole conversation on time, um, and maybe combine it with money because I think it is connected, but yeah, so I was hanging out. I think I was hanging out with friends a couple of days ago and I like something hit on like the, I guess it's my triceps, like the, the under my biceps. <laughs> so yeah, my triceps, it's like under, like the under part of my upper arm and it hurt. And it was like, oh, oh, that probably shouldn't hurt the way that that just hurt. I haven't been doing my gua sha stone and I haven't been doing my stretches. And so that area has gotten tight again. And it's interesting because I think for me, it's going to have to be a maintenance thing. Like as I work out the emotional piece and like why this tension is in my body to begin with, I have to simultaneously work out the physical piece. And for me, that's the things I just explained. I think, you know, um, the studies that are out there that show that exercise, that especially cardio is good for your mental health, it's just astounding. And so when we realize, oh, I'm tight. Oh, I have a headache. Oh, I have a stomach ache. Oh, like I'm just depressed. Um, those are clues from our body. And we can say, okay, what is, what is, what is my body asking for? Um, and a lot of times it's either the physical emo- or emotional piece. So either, you know, get the blood pumping or get the tears flowing. <laughs> And if you can kind of reframe, if we can reframe this so that when we get a headache, when we have a pain in our foot, when when anything happens in our body, when when our engine light comes on, it's not stressful. It's not another thing we have to deal with. It's an opportunity to think about how you can heal and what your body needs and for me, I'm starting to make <laughs> that shift. And it's been really, it's actually had a really positive effect on my mental health. Because, so when you do this work, when you do the work towards your mental health, work towards your physical health, um, and you start to believe in what we talked about in the first and second episodes, which is like 95% of our programming is, it's subconscious, right? And 5% is the, is the conscious brain. So we have to change the programs in ways that are, are different than maybe we've been taught to change them. But also when you start to believe that what you believe matters, that your perception affects your outer reality. When your outer reality, <laughs> when things go awry, it can become 
like shameful. Like you can start to feel like, oh shit, like what am I doing wrong that things aren't going well? And I say this from experience, like I wholeheartedly believe that we play a part in co-creating our reality. But I don't think that our warning lights, whether it's our body or our outer life crashing (laughs) or something going awry, I don't think those things are meant to make us feel like we're doing something wrong. I think that they're clues to what we can change and how we can shift our perceptions and the inner work that we have to do. All of it is an opportunity to learn. And I think that we have like unlimited time and space and resources to do this work, to learn what we're here to learn. And I think in that sense, we can relax. And this is coming from somebody who I'm more talking to myself. I mean, I hope that this is helpful for whoever is listening. But for me, I'm so ambitious and I'm so driven and I'm so like, let's, all right, next, all right, next, all right, we got to do this next. And when something interrupts that, when I wasn't planning on a pain, like I remember I was trying, I was trying, this is an embarrassing, funny, I mean, it's, it wasn't funny at the time, but I was in my first trimester and I was trying to clean my bathroom and I just felt like it was like a Sunday afternoon and I just felt like my bathroom was a hot mess and I needed to deal with it before I went back. I was still in school at the time and all of a sudden my body hit me with like the most painful gas pains and if you have experienced gas pains when pregnant, (laughs) they're just like unreal and so I had to stop. I didn't get the bathroom cleaned. My body was telling me I needed to slow down, that I needed to rest and probably move my body (laughs) in certain ways. Um, And I had to listen. And I hate when I have to listen to my body. And this is just me being real. Like, I am a power through it kind of person. And so if I have a headache or if my stomach hurts, it's not going to stop me from getting work done. Unless it's so strong that I can't not, (laughs) that I can't not listen. So um, our bodies, I think they know this. And so if we listen when they're, when they're whispering to us, like, hey, hey, um, like the orange light comes on in your car, (laughs) like, excuse me, um, something is amiss. If you don't listen then, then they'll be like, excuse me, can I have some attention, please? And if you don't listen then, then like the things start flashing. It's like red lights and the car stops. So you have to listen at some point. And the mind-body connection, and I'm not an expert in this area except for, you know, what I believe is real and what I've experienced in my own life and what I've read. But like, I'm Like even in social work, even in when I was in school, like the mind-body connection is a thing. And if you're like super stressed out over here, then real like diseases 
can manifest over here. And so if we can listen to our bodies when they're just at the like lower levels, then we don't necessarily have to get to the place where we're crippled on the bed in pain. Um, and that's easier said than done because we have busy schedules and busy lives and, and I totally get it because I, I live it. But sometimes when you listen, you actually end up getting more done in the long run. Not that that's the point. But as somebody who's super <laughs> driven, that's encouraging to me. So I just wanted to encourage you to listen to your body and to pay attention. And I think this is especially important for those of us who are trauma survivors, especially people who have PTSD or who have um, sexual trauma in their history, they disassociate. You literally go out of your body. So you don't know what your body is telling you. You don't know when you're hungry. You don't know when you're in pain. If that's the case, and I'm not going to say I'm an expert in this either. I would definitely say if you're not in therapy, I would highly recommend it. But, um, just taking, uh, a few minutes just to like get quiet, close your eyes and feel your body. How does my stomach feel? How does my head feel? Are my feet tired? Just taking stock of every part of your body without judgment. So you're not trying to fix it. You're just listening. And when you do that every day, you'll get better. Meditation it's one of the ways that we reprogram the mind. You'll get better at getting in touch with your body and communicating with your body. So um, bringing it back to that thing I said at the beginning, how do we communicate well with our body? So I think that's it. Well, I wanted to say one more thing about tears and self-compassion, kindness. There are two kinds of people. I'm sure there's more, <laughs> but there are people who quote unquote don't cry and people who cry all the time. And I would just say, if you find yourself in the don't cry camp, you may need to cry. <laughs> and if you find yourself in the cry all the time camp, you may need to cry. And it's okay. It's always okay to cry. I mean, I'm sure there are some times when it's not okay to cry, but like self-compassion, love, self-kindness, you're not alone. And just let it out. Like that's your body's way of releasing those really painful emotions. And when you do that, you complete the cycle and you get those emotions out of your body. So I hope this is helpful. I think you're amazing. I... Hope you listen to your body. <laughs> Namaste. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate your ears. If you like what you heard, there are a couple of ways that you can support this podcast and help build momentum. First, you can share it with a friend 
Second, you can leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening through. And third, you can support Throwing Light on Patreon and get cool shit, including a shout out on the podcast. Thank you again. I hope you have an unexpectedly amazing day.